I have a list today. I have a list too, Lex. Oh my God, this is what happens when we're all at home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm at home and I don't have a list. As opposed to usual when there's only two out of three of us at home. (laughs) Uh, Lex, what's start? What's give me an item off your list? All right. Well, this uh, there's there's like true news news and yeah, then there's sure. other stuff. I'm going to start with just just fun stuff, which is if you're uh, stuck at home, which please be. Um, <laughs> I had not heard of until this week. Canopy. That's canopy. With oh, a yeah, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys know it already? Yeah. Yeah. Remind us. Remind our listeners. I had never uh, heard of it before, but basically you give it your your library card number and then you can stream movies for free from your library. That's correct. And it has a robust connection to movies. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I said connection. Yep, a robust collection that, of movies. Strange. It's got and both. a robust connection to movies too. Yeah, high speed connections <laughs> that are quite robust and a great collection of films. I, so I don't know. It's not like you are lacking for streaming services if you've got your Netflix and your Amazon and your Apple and your Disney. But I, it was just nice. It was other movies. <laughs> yeah. So there's there also um, I recommend Libby, which is an app that lets you check out ebooks yes. from your library as well, which yep. is also great. Although I will say my biggest problem if you're with a that, nerd who reads, if you're a nerd who reads, and please be. <laughs> Dan's out of a job. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, the biggest problem with that is just that, like, and I'm kind of hoping maybe this will encourage some of the publishers to loosen up their restrictions, but like, there's a limited number of ebook copies. And right. a lot of times the wait to have them, like, to check them out is very long if they're popular. Like, I've had waits of yeah. multiple months for books. So that's a pain. Uh, and it really seems like it should be a lot easier to uh, check out some books. So maybe some publishers might. Given our current world situation, can you can you do? I forget. Can you do um, audiobooks through Libby as well? There's one you can uh, do. It there is yes. one. Libby does. Yeah, let Libby you do can do it. There's okay. one other thing okay. besides that too. Now that I'm blanking on the name for it, there's Libby. There's Canopy. Yeah, and there's I'm, one that I starts with like, like an H. I can't remember. What it is, I, I thought I. F- <laughs> I thought I had it. Yeah. I was looking to see if I. Yeah, I can't remember what it is, but there it, is but... there is another one, and I'm I'm blanking on the name of it. But I think there's a third one that does some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've done one or two through Libby. Hoopla, um, Karen hoopla. Does it, that's like, what it is. Karen does it all the time. It's what is it? Hoopla. Hoopla. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that does audiobooks, movies, TV shows, and uh, music. So check those out. Those are great. Since you're just sitting there, and if you have HBO Go or HBO Now. Or any of those HBO services, and you haven't yet watched this season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, it's great. So I'm just putting that out there. Not for Moltz. Moltz no. can handle that stuff. But no, not for me other either, people. But I did today say that it's on the other show that I started watching The Office. That, um, I know, I was proud of you. Wow. Yeah, I know. Um, wow. Hank wanted to watch it, and I was like, oh, it's so awkward and uncomfortable. I don't know. And then like three episodes in, I'm laughing hysterically. So, That's And then good. Moltz was like, wait, I'm awkward and, co- and uncomfortable. <laughs> That's why I don't like those shows. <laughs> so that, that was thing one on my list. Thing two on my list, uh, I always, on my Instagram, and I used to on Facebook, get ads for a device called the Remarkable, and now I just saw that there's oh, a the, Remarkable 2. the big tablet, the e-ink tablet, right? The e-ink tablet yeah, that's that. uh, more like paper than paper or something. Uh, so Remarkable 2 was announced, I think, this week, and uh, it looks fantastic. It's a tablet that you can that's only in e-ink, and it's for reading and especially for writing comes with a, a a marker writing on it feels and they say even sounds like paper although i was unclear if that's a synthetic sound or the actual sound i think it's the actual sound <laughs> it's um, like the key clicks from your phone but, but oh, yeah. i believe it also does uh text Who doesn't like that but um i don't know i really want a remarkable two 
Uh, I just think they they I think they are pricing they it are fairly. Pricing. I just think it's more aggressive a price that I would yeah, be willing to because if you're gonna buy the device, on. it looks like you buy the device plus the pen and a case. It's so it's three ninety nine for the device, forty nine for the pen, and sixty nine for the case. Nice. Oh, I saw some promo where you could get the pen uh, for pre orders. Yes, okay, for pre orders you get the two accessories. So. I don't know. That's yeah. I'm with you. I I don't know. It seems like a thing that would be fun to play with. I'm just not sure how much I would end up using it. I'm kind of curious as to like getting stuff on and off of it. Right. It's got an internet connection, but like I just imagine, and I, I'm sure it does OCR, but moving the stuff back and forth yeah, is where I feel like right? it gets messy. You want it to be seamless, yeah. which the iPad generally is. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It seems cool. And then finally, finally. on my list, which I'm sure Jeez, is on wow. Dan's list, finally. God, I is uh, never Screen end. Pass? Yeah, you, about, was, you ready to talk about Screen Pass? Yeah, then? I uh, I wrote a little thing on Six Colors about this morning. I'm pretty jazzed. Uh, so essentially, Movies Anywhere, which is the system of basically buying digital movies that is signed onto by many, though not all, of the major studios. And I think it was essentially spearheaded by Disney because there used to be a Disney Movies Anywhere, and they got subsumed. But essentially, you buy your digital movie once, and you get it on all participating platforms, which includes both Amazon and uh, iTunes and uh voodoo i think uh so you basically any platform pretty much you can you can watch it on and so they're beta testing a feature called uh screen pass where you can lend a movie to a friend for a certain amount of time and basically say like uh, i think it's like they get what is it like two weeks to um to like accept it and then I think I'm trying to remember how long the uh, the period is now in terms of how long you get to so seven days to accept the offer. Then you get access to it for 14 days, and then once you start it, you have 72 hours to finish the film. Um, you get th- simple, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's essentially like renting a movie from your friend, uh, but it's also only a three. You can share up to three films per month. Um, so. It's got some restrictions on it. I think it's going into closed beta today with a larger open beta in May. And it's not without all but this those... must be the only movie streaming news that there is, right, Dan? It... There's no <laughs> other movie streaming news to talk about. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all of it. No. I just want to say about this. I like this because... So to date, it's usually been kind of an... There are two propositions when it comes to sharing digital content. One is the no holds barred. There's no DRM on it, right? Which most companies don't care for because rights holders... Stuff can get copied, you know, unlimited, go anywhere, be pirated, etc. And obviously, people who are making money off that content don't like that, even if it's really convenient for consumers. The other approach is something that's totally DRM'd which is great for rights holders because they can make money and carefully control it, but it's not so great for consumers who can't share anything. And, you know, especially when compared with classic physical media, which is like, just hand somebody a disc, um, you know, it's really hampered. So I like that at least Movies Anywhere is working to try and fix this because they know it's an issue. And like, can we, can we provide something that is amenable to all parties? I think this is probably still a little too tilted towards the, the studios, yeah. But that said, but still, it's it's a good it's a move in the right direction, and right. the possibility is they'll open it up more as it goes. And I've obviously goes without saying the biggest problems are one: not every title will be eligible for this. Although I think they said they would have six thousand at launch, which is pretty good. Uh, and two, studios that are not signed on to movies anywhere, this is a non-starter. So that's Paramount, Lionsgate, and MGM, uh, who should get with the program. Come on, yeah. guys! Right, right. It's not. It's not like those are the and those are the smaller ones too, right? I mean, they're not. 
Yeah, I mean, but Paramount, the problem is Paramount has, like, they all have, like, a couple things, right? Like, Crown Jewel. Like, Paramount has all the distribution for Indiana Jones. Paramount also has oh, Star Trek right. movies. God, that's why it's so confusing. Yeah, Paramount has like some Disney Star owns, Trek movies. Disney owns Indiana Jones, right? No. Nope. Right, but distribution rules. MGM has Bond. Uh, Paramount also has, I think, um, uh, Mission Impossible. So, like, there's, like, a handful of, like, popular yeah, movies right. that are now, you know, like, again, just suck it up guys <laughs> yeah right now, for a while there was a service called lendl and i think there was a different service that was for yeah. that made it possible to like you, you just you could pr- connect it to your amazon account and it would let you swap all your kindle books and you could swap other people's kindle books all the ones that were eligible for kindle swapping i remember and then eventually amazon shut it down but i imagine somebody's going to try to do the similar thing for movies anywhere right where you can just have an open movie swapping exchange right yeah and then they'll shut that down. It'll be great. Right. I will say Amazon does a nice job of, you know, like my wife and I are in the same Amazon household and we can share all the ebooks that we buy and yes. they just show up on my Kindle, which is nice. So yeah. that's convenient. But it isn't great if you want to like, I can't lend Lex a book. I mean, he doesn't right. read, but <laughs> you, actually, you can lend me a book. Can I it's lend just, you a book? It's just more annoying. Oh, it's yeah. just a pain. You can lend lending eligible, lending eligible ebooks. Ah. I don't know why I lost my ability to speak during this, but yeah. I did. That's fine. Uh, That's why I mostly read these days. <laughs> I assume, Lex, that you also wanted to talk about the Universal thing? Yeah. Yeah. Universal. So Universal said, <laughs> hey, we've got some movies that we were going to release, and we've already done all this marketing work for it, and the movies already are made. We're going to put them in theaters, but theaters are limited to 50 people at a time. <laughs> what a world we're living in. And so they're like, hey, we're going to also release them for streaming, I think for $20 Yeah, uh, to buy on yeah. demand from all the major yeah. movie-serving sites. Trolls World Tour, The Hunt, Invisible Man. And Emma was the other one. Oh, and Emma. Sounds good. Essentially, they operate kind of like rentals usually do. Yeah. You get like a limited window, but they're much more expensive. Yeah. I'm okay with and that, I get though. It. I mean, like to get in early, I think, sure. it's, I think that's okay. Years, I mean, ago, years ago, I mean, I loved Henry V, the Kenneth Branagh, Henry V um, edition. And um, Karen knew that I liked it that so much that like w- when it came out on VHS, she like jumped like at the chance and she bought it for 75 bucks. Wow. <laughs> that was like when it was, you know, like, no, I guess because like sh- stores back then would pay a large amount in order to get the tapes that they could loan out because they would make a lot of money back. And, mm. and so I think it was somewhere in that window where it was mostly just like stores that were buying them. Uh, and, um, and she was, she, she, figured out, she figured out you got to get a copy. And I was like, you spent how much for this? <laughs> holy shit <laughs> oh man then you wore out the saint crispin day speech it just did playing it yeah over and, over again. <laughs> and now i can't and it's not it's not on i was looking to buy it a couple of weeks ago and it's not on itunes um yeah, amazon amazon has it streaming and you can buy it on you can buy it on voodoo and amazon has it streaming so i watched it i watched it on streaming instead but it was just like it's ridiculous mm-hmm. why doesn't itunes have it well you know, it's not itunes but whatever the price feels a little bit high to me the 20 dollars. i get it. it feels a little bit high I'll probably do it for the novelty. I guess the point is it's it's like the, you know, it's like the movie going experience, right? Yeah. It's like you're going to pay a slightly over inflated thing in order well, to go and I mean, enjoy if you're, it. If you're and going like, by yourself, it's going to be 10 at least, right? Right, and, exactly. And if you, you bring know, your whole family. people in your household and then you figure in popcorn and stuff, it's going to, you know, it's going to be 40 bucks. I would like it if popcorn came with this. Right. If it came with popcorn, I'd feel different. That would be nice. If it just shot out of my TV <laughs> and right into my mouth. So open your mouth, John. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a popcorn cannon attached to my TV. First two rows might get wet. I do think that it's awesome (laughs) that Universal is trying this, and I think that it has 
everything to do with them seeing where the industry is going to have to go eventually. Like movie theaters aren't going to make sense long term. Well, they also, as you mentioned, and as uh, our friend Joe Steele pointed out in one of the slacks uh, we're in, you know, like you said, they spent they spent a lot of marketing money on this. They're going to lose money otherwise because no one can go to the movie theaters. So there's really no downside. They can't push them back, right? Like they've also pushed back a number of stuff like the Fast and Furious movie uh comes out which was supposed to come out in april or may has been pushed back a year um and obviously that's because you know they want to make a lot more money off that and they're not going to make that money if they just distribute it online um not least of all because someone will figure out a way to essentially rip it and pirate it right uh almost immediately yeah (laughs) so they're not doing this with their most valuable properties they're doing it with the ones where it's like well we really don't have another alternative other than we can sit for like three months and then just release them as usual in the home format. Yeah. So we might as well try to get a little more extra money. Invisible Man, though, is a movie that has been doing well or had been doing well until they had to shut everything down. Uh, but people seem to really like that one. I don't know. I I do think that Universal is very much of the mindset that, that one day this is where 99% of their movies are going to... How 99% of their movies are going to be released. Because people's home theaters are often better than the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, well, I the think the experience, downs- the experience the, is, that's for sure. The downside to it is just that, like, then it gets lost amongst, you know, the, the signal to noise, right? Like, yeah. there's so much stuff appearing all the time. How do you set apart your big blockbuster movies that you have spent millions and millions of dollars making versus something that's like... You charge you know, more, that's how. I guess. Volume. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't think theaters will go away entirely once this whole, you know, si- no. the current situation abates just because no. people like going out. People like the plus experience we, of going to the Plus, movies. we just can't handle making that many more mega churches to fill those empty, empty <laughs> lots. Speak for yourself. I'm I mean, launching a new one. <laughs> I'm sure that America can make a lot of mega churches. It's one of our major exports, but still. <laughs> I'm just imagining a, a, the new, modern 2020 movie theater where it's each person sits in their own isolation booth. <laughs> and you can see the screen, but they're like separated from everybody else. That's how it's it basically be. the beginning of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Uh, I have I have some news. Oh, um, Dan's leaving. I'm, I, this is my last <laughs> show. I finally decided, and on Sunday implemented an entire network overhaul in Uh-oh. my house. What you use? I bought an Eero. Yay! And uh, to go with it, a small switch since I needed more Ethernet. John is sighing. The last <laughs> man, last man standing. <laughs> I I got my airport sitting here. Uh, I wiped it, and and it'll probably go in the, the bin of old technology. If you need another one, John, I can. I can. Well, ship maybe. It to you. I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying no. I had a couple problems getting it set up. For some reason, I I had like a couple particular. Um, you know idiosyncrasies with my network where i wanted to like set up some port forwards and it wasn't working the first time i tried it like the ports were still just getting blocked um and i think i don't know what happened but like there was a software update that was pending so i finally just bit the bullet and did that and either that or restarting the network overall it worked fine after that uh and then i was having some trouble with the synology um but i think i figured out that i didn't need to do like this actually simplified things and i didn't need to be doing some of the things on the synology that i was already doing <laughs> so i think once i just sort of ironed out those last couple things everything is great everything is working fine in fact some stuff is working better than it was before i had for some reason siri had stopped being able to turn 
on and off some of the lights if I gave them by name. Like if I told it to turn off all the lights in a room, it worked fine. But if I told it to turn off a specific light, it would be like, I don't see that light. Uh, And so that's now working. Uh, I had to fiddle around with one of my home pods, which was in the stereo pair because it did not correctly join the network or something. Uh, but I got that working. So, you know, basically 24 hours from start to finish and like everything is working perfectly fine now. So Yay. we'll see if it goes from there. Um, I'm curious, Lex, do you, do you use their secure service at all? No. And every once in a while, they put it on a tremendous sale and I really start thinking about it. Um, it just doesn't have any features that I want. That's kind of <laughs> where problem. I'm at. Like... There's stuff in there. There's like ad blocking and stuff in there, but it's like, I don't know. I don't really, not something I'm really crying out for. The other thing is I haven't played around with, and I'm kind of curious to know if there's any, what the sort of feelings of it are. They have like their Eero Labs features. I think I did turn that on. And it's got, so it's basically, I think stuff that they're essentially like beta testing or what have you. Um, so there's like local DNS caching. There's a smart queue management thing that sounds interesting that's sort of like, traffic prioritization for the kind of stuff that needs um you know like better latency or whatever uh so like if you're gaming and watching uh you know streams of tv it can do a better job of making sure that things get what they need but i haven't tried that yet but yeah i like it is there anything i should know lex is there anything i should be doing or not doing or is this just like i didn't forget it uh it's basically set it and forget it what i do on occasion is i check the activity uh tab so you can see the history of um, your internet speed. Does it do that automatically? I couldn't it, figure it checks out. checks it overnight every night. Um, okay. I could not figure out why. Mine didn't seem to be doing that, but. Yeah, it, uh, it does it. They've, they've made it less obvious in terms of how to browse it. But like if you hit activity, you, you, basically it can show you here are all your download speeds. And you can look at it on a week by week basis. And every once in a while, gotcha. you know, I'm paying for 400 down and 40 up and everyone's while they're like you have 100 down and 12 up and i'm like what and if it doesn't fix itself by the next day then i know i gotta make a phone call well that's about what you, you're doing, you right? said 400 right 400 down yeah and 40 up. jesus okay. i i was complaining this week because i was like i'm annoyed that i i have five up i have 100 down which seems it's fine like so, i don't really run into problems but five up yeah. come on guys <laughs> He, uh, yeah, he mentioned this. I, I thought you had said 200 when I was thinking about it later <laughs> because you mentioned this, uh, this on the other show and it shamed me. So I, so I went on and I doubled my, my speed and now I have 50 down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. It was also well, like, you, have- you know, three of us at home all the time. It's like, okay, this is, um, the, the other thing that, uh, that urged me is that, um, uh, Karen's dad was living with us for a while and then he passed away and he was big and, you know, he liked having cable television. So we had cable television again, which, you know, we had discontinued like eight years ago. And after he passed away, I waited a while and I was like, okay, I'm going to go cancel the cable television. And she was like, no, no, keep the cable television. I'm like, nobody's looking at it. I want the cable television. I go, okay, fine. So I kept the cable television. And I thought, well, if she's going to waste money on cable television that no, no one's watching, I'm going to waste some money on some more <laughs> bandwidth that people are going <laughs> to actually use. So that's why I justified it. Do I, so what do you have for upstream out of curiosity? Do you even know? Uh, I'd have to look it up. Um, See, that's the thing. Is, I, it, was, I, I was actually, it, was, it was five before, so I assume it's uh, better gotcha. now. I don't I see. It's weird that this is actually surprisingly hard to find. Um, yeah. So Comcast, at least in the Northeast, does not list it unless you, essentially, I can tell what it is for my plan, 
but I can't see what it is for any of the other plans. And I checked the competing one, um, oh, which is RCN weird. in our area, and I could not find it for any of those. Well, either. now it says five up. Yeah. Um, although, although the, for the one that I had previously, it says two up, and I know I got more than two up before, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I would have to pay an extra $20 every month just to get up to a, a tier where there's 10 megabits, I think, based on yeah. information I've sussed out from other sources. I would now have to pay 30 more a month to get 10 And up. it's just it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I, I think I probably pay a little bit more than is necessary for internet. Um, but <laughs> it's not it's very crazy. I can't imagine. <laughs> no, no, it's actually not. I'll, I'll, I'm literally going to look it up. I don't know what it is. Okay. I'm going to look it up okay. over here. I but, actually think it is crazy the the if you compare different regions the pricing schemes are kind yeah, of bananas because yeah, there are yeah. lots of places where like lex lives I pay in a place where i dollars a month for phone tv internet and i don't yes. use the phone but i have to pay for it but that's what it is 143 i don't know and how i'm paying that's pretty good that's really good I'm, actually i'm paying a little under 80 i think for the 100 down five up and that's on no promotions i own my own modem and i don't get tv or phone straight internet yeah yeah, so and I I keep the TV because I have kids and I like sports and we really use the TV for very very little. The number one thing I use it for is like news events in newsy times. Now I'm trying to load <laughs> the breakdown of my bill so I can tell you what I'm paying for the 400, but my internet is selling so I can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had the best the other day uh last night there was a I got a New York Times uh you know pop up that was talking about a story they had written about how all the people being at home was slamming the internet and like can internet networks cope and I was like oh that's interesting I want to read that I swiped on it it opened the New York Times apps it errored out it was like sorry we have a problem it's <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if someone did that on purpose but that was amazing I laughed and I wish I could have taken a video of it but you know once you swipe on it it's gone so just had my own amusing moment I basically pay. Oh my god, the bills are so impossible to read. I know. Yeah. Because I get a $75 discount. I get a $90 discount each month on the total bill. So to to tell you what's what doesn't make sense, but it, basically I add $30 for optimum 400 each month. So to get the 400 which includes the 40 up is $30 a month. They're taking $90 off the bill. So <laughs> I I don't know how to read this at all. Yeah. It's all fucking yeah. stupid. Right. Well, that's it's all the the bundles really. They I mean well, yeah, that's the stupid thing. I mean, I get, I get, I kind of get everything from different providers, but I think if I wanted to get phone, I'd have to get all my stuff from Comcast and I just don't want to do that. And I would go, I would get rid of the phone, but she needs the phone for her business. So mm. Comcast in the Northeast is actually fine. They're less objectionable here than other places. Like we haven't had the data. They're just objectionable in general. Is yes. Opinion. I don't particularly like them, but like, I think it's because they're the fact that they are. They're still not entirely monolithic because they bought up all the local cable companies like so many of these giant yeah. companies did. And but so we have a, we have a local cable company. Yeah, so I mean yeah. so we have a regional So that's that's one. who I use. Yeah. yeah I don't there are, are my options Do you know the, the, the slogan for Moltz's local internet provider? That's what it is. Still. Just can't we just wire gigabit everywhere? That would make my life so much better. You know, if you do want like a better technological advance in your life dan i do have an answer for you <laughs> oh great lex hit me i need it in these trying times <laughs> listen in these trying times it's good to know that at least this episode of the rebound is brought to you by kensington the people who make universal docking stations that are designed to increase productivity 
I hate docking stations that are designed to decrease productivity, but they, they don't make any of those. It's so easy to use. You can get access to more ports and make your sleek MacBook, Chromebook, or other laptop as powerful as a desktop. It's plug-and-play with no driver, so you can enjoy up to dual 4K display with HDMI and DisplayLink video connectors, plus USB 3, USB-C, and Thunderbolt 3 with power delivery available. The Kensington engineering team has three decades of experience. That's almost a third of John Moltz's life in high volume manufacturing of hardware <laughs> IT products. Plus rigorous test cycles and quality control means all their products are tested above industry standards. If you're an IT decision maker looking to find the right docking solutions for your organization, check Kensington's pro concierge program and test drive a docking solution today. Visit kensington.com slash rebound right now. To check out Kensington, you're not going anywhere. Go <laughs> visit kensington.com slash rebound. That's kensington.com slash rebound to learn more. Our thanks to Kensington for their support of the rebound and only the rebound. You are not wrong about Kensington's fine products, but your math is off. <laughs> <laughs> Lex was talking about devices, like some of that new device thing. Um, I saw something that I'm waiting for, which is the, oh, oh I can't pronounce it very well. Odroid Go Advance, which is this kit that you can get, and it looks like it's basically sort of like the RetroPie, like a handheld version of a RetroPie, um, mm-hmm. and you put it together, and you can run, you know, those old platformer games on it. Well, so cool. it's uh, they're back ordered through May now. Well, they're not actually; you can't even order them right now, but they look to be getting them back in stock in May, and uh, it looks like fun. And I bet Hank would uh, have a great time putting that together too. So that seems clever. Nice, I like it. Yeah, and and that site has they have different like kinds of similar products. Um, I think there's a couple other options that are le- uh, not quite as. Th- this one looks more like a a DS or something like that, and then there's another one that looks more like a Game Boy. Um, and I think that one's currently still available, but I think the processor is not quite as fast as the as this one. So I'm gonna hold out for the better one. Uh. I don't think we got to talk last week about the other, the, the actual like big Apple news stuff that happened, uh, which was predominantly one Apple has closed all of its stores in the U S uh, and two, they officially announced that WWDC would be held online in June. Although they provided only a few details about what exactly that means. Um, interesting, but not unexpected. Right. I think we had all kind of predicted that was going to happen. The only piece that I think we didn't predict that felt obvious in retrospect was that they tried to tout it only as a positive. Yeah. <laughs> Not like a darn, <laughs> but like, yeah, they just They just announced it as if it was perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, we're doing our online version. <laughs> even, I got to say, even, you know, four days ago when they announced that, the world looked a little bit different. Right. I was talking to my one of my cousins. He's like, oh, my birthday was last week. I was like, when you're we can still go to restaurants on your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fast this has changed. <laughs> I miss restaurants. Yeah, me too. Remember restaurants. WWC, it's gonna be interesting. I think they acknowledge that they'll have to find a way to essentially connect developers with engineers in what used to be labs. I think that's gonna figuring out how that works is gonna be interesting for them. I don't think it really changes for me, I like, although I've been to every WWDC in recent memory, it doesn't, it really kind of makes it just like an Apple event that I didn't go to, which is I will sit on my couch and watch the keynote probably. And then that's really about it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would do anyway. So it's not, you know, 
it is interesting as well to point out that they and and I was talking to Jay Snell about this, and they say in the press release, this is the interesting phrasing. It says they say it kicks off in June. Oh yeah, they haven't yeah they haven't even announced the date, right? And also suggesting it might run longer. Like yeah, maybe they'll do it for several weeks as a way to sort of spread things out and and rather than cramming everything into a week that you need to because you're in a geographically proximate location. And that they're giving a million dollars to was it a million to San Jose businesses to Something make up like for them yeah. not being it there. It might have actually even been more than was a million, it more. I think 15, it might have been more. Yeah, fifteen million. I'm getting my things. I think all it was a million to, to. Yeah, I think you're right. It was a million to the city, and then fifteen to like Corona fighting stuff. Yes, to the okay. yes. So that's good. I mean, glad that they're it's finding a way to support. It's going to be interesting to see a keynote without like a clapping audience. <laughs> You know, yeah. Well, they because, said that they're going to invite Apple's staff there, so you'll still hear uh, that may not happen. Though. Yeah, no, I, I mean, don't think you can do that. I mean, you certainly can't do very many people. Yeah, I mean, if if the current, I don't know what this if currently say a bunch of the San Francisco, the counties around San Francisco are all locked down. Right. So if that continues, then they won't be able to invite <laughs> it'll anybody. Be, like, if they're maxed out at like ten people, it's going to be Tim. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they they often have that many people who come up on stage, right? At least. And, and, and the crew is literally like does it from his home, like on FaceTime. <laughs> it's a fire. It's a fireside chat. He's gonna do it from Johnny Ive White Room, like this week's John John Oliver show. <laughs> oh, I, I did forget to mention. Um, if you watch the video for the Remarkable Two, it's narrated by a British person. It is like purely an Apple inspired video, and he says aluminium. So if you if you have some <laughs> desire for a throwback. <laughs> It is get you're right without the audience. It is interesting. Like I watched this week's John Oliver. I watched one of the Stephen Colbert bits where he's doing it with no audience, and they're both they're, they're good, right? Like, but it's a very different vibe when you work without an audience, right? Like you have to change your delivery because you're not waiting for laughs or you're not waiting for applause, um, and you kind of also have to be way more assured because you can't play off the audience to sort of know yeah. how it's going, right? Like, right. so that's. I, I don't know. Super awkward. Yeah, and so I mean, we've we've all seen terrible product announcements from other companies where it's just like a direct web, you know, announcement thing, and they're usually extremely cringeworthy. Yeah. Well, the last year the the Apple TV Plus announcement was sort of similar, and there was an audience for that, and there was an audience. Yeah, yeah, because it's like some of their best presenters, I think, are people who work well, like. Craig, right, like works well with the audience, and right. I, I, I'm kind of thinking back to his first experience with the whole the shaky hand mouse thing years and years ago, <laughs> and it's like, man, I hope he, I hope they're training them well to deal with the fact that they are not presenting in front of an audience after getting used to that because, I that could be very. I'm not even sure what's the point of doing. What's the point of doing a like keynote then? In a way, I mean, you could just record it and make a polished product introduction. That's true. Uh, in term, you know, just like they do with the videos of Johnny Ive, and just release that. Yeah, maybe they'll do that. If I mean, if they know they're not going to have an audience, right? Then maybe they'll just sort of put together more of a like one of their product video type things. Mm-hmm. That would be. I actually think I agree. That would be smarter. That would be a lot smarter way to handle it than yeah. having people get up on a stage in an empty room. Well, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. No, you're right. You're totally who right. Are you performing. I mean, like I don't understand why you would. Unless do that. they do a laugh laugh track. Unless they do. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like an episode of fucking Mash in here. What's happening? Years ago, years ago, we had I don't know where we got this, but um, uh, we had these cutout people that were used in the stands when they filmed the movie The Natural. Uh, um, they you know they would have like some people down front, and then like these cardboard cutouts of people to fill the rest of the stands. And somehow we came we we got uh, some of these cutout people, so they could use those. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's CGI. John, that's cardboard <laughs> graphics. Oh, <laughs> it's all cardboard is that where that comes from? That's right. True. I have been uh, trying to busy myself since I. I mean, I'm always at home, but I stopped going to the coffee shop last week, so I'm like at home all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw your I saw your uh, your little project, and I was wondering, like, <laughs> and I was first, my first thought was uh, staying at home is driving Dan insane, and then I thought, wait, he's always at home. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's driving me extra insane. Um. Yeah, I, I'm cleaning out my... I have these, like, little plastic drawers that have all my cables in them, so I've been trying to clean those out. And, uh, yeah, I got everything out of the drawers. <laughs> now I'm not sure what, what to do after that because I'm trying to figure out what I actually need to keep. How do you guys deal with, like... Well, probably not John, who just keeps everything, I assume. I do, yeah. Shoves it in a drawer somewhere? Uh, I, yeah, I actually, it's, it's right here by my feet. Um, there's two boxes I, I can do. Um, well, that's no, that's documents, but there's a, there's a box underneath that has a whole bunch of cables and then, oh no, here's the other one. Here's the other one. I, it's right it just, here. It makes me, it makes me, an, it makes me anxious and angsty, John. I think Don't that's get a basement. The issue. Do not get a basement. Yeah, problem solved so far. Because <laughs> it's not a problem, right? I mean, it's sitting down here. I don't, I, you know, do not interact with it except when I come down to podcast and, uh, so I, I never think about getting rid of it, but there's but like, got, yeah, like, there's, there are scuzzy terminators in there. <laughs> Yes, right. Somebody on Twitter just tried to give me one, and I was like, no, I don't need more. Uh, I don't think I go back that far, but I definitely have, uh, you know, lots of old, like, audio cables and video cables that are, like, S-video cables. What the fuck do you need wow. that for? Yeah, you don't need those anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah, I actually sure have I one have device well. that requires one, so I'm keeping one. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I just, I, Lex, I mean, you guys both have houses, too, so you have, like, storage space. I do not... Like, this shit's just all in my office because there's don't literally no place else to put That's what I'm telling you. That's the thing. Is so I need to get rid of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, in fact, you know, my home office gets a little bit crazier and crazier over time uh, because I don't use it that often. And so, like, it just becomes a place to store other tech garbage. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was just doing a clean out over this weekend and even a little bit more today because if I'm going to be in here for a while working, I wanted to not feel like... <laughs> a closet and yeah you just got to throw that shit out and it's hard and i what i do is i basically try to think of when's the last time i used this thing like i was just in a cabinet earlier today that was like here's my dead <laughs> mac mini i could send it to dan so we could grow his collection of dead mac minis but what else no i'm trying to get thing? rid of mine i got two in here i'm trying to get rid of both send of them. them both send them both to me and then i'll fuse them together and make a working mac mini <laughs> I, I was la- i was laughing while you were talking because i looked at this box and on the side of it it says newton <laughs> <laughs> so that's how long i've had the box it's a cardboard box that i wrote in pen on the side newton <laughs> i've never even held a newton I'm oh my god john like i I threw out so i basically threw all like uh, you know things that i felt relatively confident like ah 30 pin dot connectors those are all going in the electronics recycling garbage uh so found... yeah, you're, you're... <laughs> i don't know why i keep that stuff but i would never why john <laughs> I actually do have some 30 pin devices here, so I should probably. I think I kept one. So it was like, well, I've got a couple old iPods and stuff. Stand? What if that one thing breaks? I will buy one online. It probably <laughs> exists. <laughs> you, know, you know what you can do? You can just call me. That's right. That's right. You are my specialty for this. I'll go to the MIT flea market when it eventually reopens. 
but yeah, there's just so much, there's so much old garbage here. And I'm glad that like, it seems to mostly be cables. I have some old devices here, but not that many. Like I have all the stupid smart speakers that I'm not currently using. So throw those in a box just in case I need to pull one out for a story or something. But I've hopefully, I think I've gotten, I, I did uncover my Pebble smartwatch. <laughs> I miss wow. that guy. Yeah, it was so, it's so huge. <laughs> yes, it is. It is a, yeah cartoonishly uh, i had two smartwatches i had the pebble and something else but i don't remember what that one was it was the uh uh which one called the starfish nope not that one <laughs> i would also like to report to both my co-hosts and our listeners that right now my my mac is entirely unusable uh, and on occasion the screen is refreshing but it's rare and i have no idea what will happen with my recording but you guys can still hear me oh good were we not on Great. a Skype call, I would have just force restarted this computer already. But we're talking and recording, so I'm trying wow. my very best. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm sorry that's happening to you. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> uh, the, the other corollary, incidentally, to cleaning out all my cables is I've been trying to like clean off these old hard drives. And I was trying to figure out the best way to erase old hard drives. And I thought like maybe I'd just encrypt it and then encrypt it with a really long key that I don't care about. But some, I was talking to James Thompson, and he said that may or may not encrypt the existing contents. So probably not, I think, because it just erases it and then throws like a, you know, a encrypted container on top of it. Uh, so he's like, for old hard drives, you probably should still do like the, you know, write a write a bunch of zeros. Do yeah, it. I just, yeah, I'm I doing, just, I actually did get rid of an old hard drive recently and that's what I had to do. It took like, I'm doing I mean, that. And it was a, it, it takes was like a fucking FireWire, forever, John. <laughs> FireWire 400 drive and it took forever. This is a USB 2 drive. I'm going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> for a long time hey, you know what this drive has firewire but i literally don't have a firewire port to plug it into <laughs> that's uh, that's on you it's an i what I've, <laughs> i have so many firewire ports i would have to go start another computer <laughs> just to erase this one <laughs> terrible just send terrible. all your stuff to me dan i'll take care of it i don't i <laughs> First of all, the shipping costs. Yeah, yeah, right. Here's After. a heavy clanking box full of bullshit. <laughs> and my, my wife would kill you. Well, she can reach you, so I think you would be first. She'll wait. <laughs> she'll, she'll wait until Emerald City Comic Con's back on. It's a dish best served cold. <laughs> Lex, are you okay? Do I am. Need... Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm just. He's I'm... left us emotionally. Uh, I'm I'm invested in everything you guys are saying. Mm. <laughs> that was the least convincing. He really is. I, You're in sales. I just I just am sad that <laughs> Moltz's wife would kill Dan because that's sad. Um, desperately trying to remember the last thing that was said. No, we we're talking about sending you shit, which I'm always supportive of. <laughs> um, no, I just didn't know what to tell Stad. I was I was trying to see if I could make my computer respond because I had like one thing left in my notes and I can't get well, to there, it. Well, uh, there. I will say there is a, um, uh, the rumors have intensified that oh. there are new devices, oh, but the, there's a really big question as to what's happening. So the biggest thing was there were t a Chinese user manual for iPad OS 13 on Apple's website, uh, added new models of iPad pro, which were obviously there've been a bunch of iPad pro rumors. And then there was a rumor about a bigger version of the quote unquote iPhone nine. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I, think I sent you this last week. And someone last week, someone was saying that they're that they're canceling the iPhone nine, which I thought was yeah was very. I uh, thought it was a very sketchy. I, I wouldn't sketchy rumor, but the, I, what I found amusing was the guy said he had confirmed this with five people at Apple. <laughs> like, 
really there are five people <laughs> that's a weirdly specific number <laughs> yeah i don't i i mean i i take those with a grain of salt but yeah yeah and it, his, re- his reasoning was is re- there were two reasons that were listed one was that um they were afraid this was before they had to shut the, the stores anyway but that they were afraid that the iphone 9 would draw big crowds at the store for people trying to buy the device and then at the same time they were also afraid that because of the virus um the the sales would be down so they were, they were at the same time afraid of big crowds and low sales. Damned if you do. Uh, I mean, it sounds like the actually the manufacturing infrastructure has ramped back up because the last the announcement on the coronavirus stuff suggested mm-hmm. first of all, all the stores in China are now open again, and I think they said that the factories were starting to essentially yeah get get back to business again. yeah. Yeah, so that's interesting. The bigger question would be, can they ship it now? Like, can they literally put them on planes and boats and get them here? I think that's still plausible. Although then the question is, you're going to need people to do all that transit and delivery and that stuff. And that mm-hmm. is going to become harder and harder. So how do you actually get distribution? Right. Um but then again, if you've scheduled for this and you've accounted for this in your guidance, like financial guidance, you're like, well, we're, we're going to ship a phone next quarter. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty big hit to take if right. you're like, well, right. we don't have a new product to ship. So here's the, here's the other, here's the other view on this, Dan. I need a new phone. Yeah, no, I can't help you with that. <laughs> Do you, John? You're not going anywhere. You're just at home. I guess I don't really. <laughs> I guess I really don't. If something happens to this, I'm sort of shit out of luck, though. I will say I did unearth a Motorola flip phone in oh, my. Okay, well, send me so that. I send that. Then, I'll send that, and then I'll be it all right. May or may not power on. You can type tape it to an iPod. You're basically set. What else do you need? Nothing. I yeah, got all I need right. right here. Damn straight. I'm getting notifications on this Mac. They they animate in very, very slowly and choppily, and then they really struggle to exit the screen again when they're supposed to, but it's like... Have you tried... Uh, in this in a circumstance like this, if I want to try to get back to a workable state, I would actually try, like, remote logging in yes. from another... Like, SSHing in from another computer and seeing if you can figure out what's eating all the cycles. You might be able to quit it, like, kill that process enough to let you essentially save out and then restart yeah that's my that's my tip yeah or if I, you just want to give me your login i'll just do it from here thank you 